Shut up, I love it. Shut up. I love it. This is Shut Up, I Love It. I am Joe Cabello. I am here with Sasha Feiler. And we got a very special guest today. He is a French Canadian and Old City Jerusalem Armenian San Franciscan living in Oakland, California. He, Oakland. Oakland. Woo. He attended KZV Armenian School and is currently community slash culture organizing along with Golden Thread around the Bay Area. Welcome, Aram Ronaldo. Hello. So excited to have you on Shut Up, I Love Happy It. Happy to be here. I'm a fan. Love your show. So, so nice of you to say that. Really, it means a lot. <laughs> we don't hear it enough. I could hear it a million <laughs> times and I wouldn't hear it enough. Um, so as you know, Aram, this is a podcast where we invite somebody to talk about something underrated, underappreciated, unknown, anything on or under, under the sun. So mm -hmm. what is it that you want to talk to us about today? I would love to talk about the American cultural phenomenon, the Kardashians. I've... Amazing. We've had a lot of, we've had a lot of uh, topics, but never a family, I don't That's think. That's true. That's a new one. And you know, it's everything. It rolled into one TV and music and fashion makeup i don't even know enterprise socks yep right that's uh, so true. that's they have it all that, that's what i like for something as broad as this or as uh you could be defending people might think you're defending just the show or um just kim or whatever so can you clarify just exactly what you are defending when you're talking about the kardashians here today yeah well, um, to clarify about me, yeah, I went to the Armenian school in San Francisco, and I'm half Armenian, and I speak Armenian too. So I have sort of an angle where I embrace Armenian culture, and sometimes defend it to further ends than is appropriate. But yeah, so I'm a, I'm a big fan of Kim. I know a lot about her, and I support most of the people that cross her path, and a lot of the stuff that she puts out into our cultural vista so it's really it's about it's about everything that that family does is what you're kind of standing behind is that right mm -hmm. or, well or... i think i'm stemming it out from the center point where i'm looking at kim usually it's kim kim can we all agree then kim is the heart more more than <laughs> even face. chris i would say the face too um no i yeah, think as a family they figured it out you know so they're like kim you're good okay let's do it wow yeah Wow. Okay, so that's good. This isn't just the show, people. This isn't just anything. This is kind of the Kardashian uh, wave that has now rippled into all of our lives. So, <laughs> Sasha, what is your experience with the Kardashians? When people talk about that, what what has generally your been been your thoughts? Yeah, since what we do now is Joe and I we express our experiences with the topic early on, but I think we're also incorporating our feelings early on. And then we'll see if my feelings will change, because I'll be the I'll be the asshole of this episode. I cannot stand these people. <laughs> like not to the point where I like think about it at all, but like anytime I see like her pictures or anything, I'm like really, and I don't even care. Um, but I would say that 
you know, obviously I've heard of all of them. To me, the most interesting people in that family, I would say, would be Caitlyn Jenner. And I, I like what, I, it's not like I like, but I guess I welcome the evolution of Kim Kardashian. Like in the sense that she was like, she, she was more of like the sex tape, you know, uh, <laughs> from sex tape to law school is that what it is i see i on purpose did not research kardashian kardashians for this because i wanted to be maybe a small percentage of our audience but whoever might be like me just kind of not like reading anything about them and so if i hear yeah. something that's better be like a huge news like she married kanye she's divorcing kanye those kind of news you know uh, yeah you hear the 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 big tmz stuff. stories and stuff. exactly so i would be probably representing that small slice hopefully for you Adam, of the pie <laughs> joe what well, about think, you yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's here on the show for a reason but i was i have many times defended the kardashians myself mm. i i do think there are I'm very critical of the super wealthy. I think it's you can be critical of that while also understanding like it's not like these people are just like buffoons who hit a money button all the time. Like they <laughs> they they can have talent, skill and savvy. Uh, so I've often gone to bat for the Kardashians, uh, not in any I'm probably nowhere near the fan that you are. But um, mm -hmm. no one is. I so, <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> better not be. Okay, no, but uh, it's. I I do think they're they're cool. I don't mind watching the show. It's not really my style, but so that's not really anything I, I drag any more than any other family that would do a show like that. Um, and I I do think uh, Kendall's a big a big part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I will say I have some personal experience with Kim. Uh, I've actually, uh, taught North karate at a birthday party Whoa. and she was standing right there interrupting my lesson as I was doing the party. So, with her uh, big, <laughs> oh my God. Like you wouldn't actually believe, um, so the pictures are true. Like, cause you know, the pictures that they make. Like it seems exaggerated. Like the hourglassness of the figure seems like unreal to me. No, the, the pictures tone down the reality. <laughs> the reality is kind of uh, crazy. But mm -hmm. I, you know, we can maybe get into that later. But suffice to say, I was excited to, to maybe defend them with you. Mm -hmm. That cool. was what I was excited about this. So let's get into a little bit about about your love for the Kardashians. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when did I notice them coming onto the scene? Probably, like, in the times of Paris Hilton becoming a phenomenon with, what's her name, Nicole Richie. And we had these reality stars that were like, what are they famous for again? Yeah, yeah. Being rich and then being on a TV show and reality and People magazine, whatnot. But because I grew up in such an Armenian community, when we had a celebrity that we'd never had before, declaring that they are meaning acknowledging it you know my friends and i my close friends and i just forgave any slut shame words that came in that direction like so what <laughs> mm -hmm. we need her and the whole family to do what they're doing because never before what about Cher? was she always um kind of hiding the armenianness of hers or just because i'm not sure yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, in a way. She she didn't embrace it openly as quickly as Kim, but I guess all the Kardashians maybe owe something to Cher because Cher came around to it in the 80s once she had been decades establishing herself in a Hollywood way. Mm-hmm. And I should add, because Joe mentioned that his experiences with the show, um, catching up with the Kardashians, keeping up with them. What is it? Keeping mm-hmm. up? Keeping, keeping up. up with the Kardashians. <laughs> the only place that I get to see, which I believe, believe that show is not on the air anymore, right? Like they're It's about to end. Got it. Yeah, it's, it's still going now. But I actually <laughs> have, my husband has some friends who work on that show. But, but it doesn't matter to me. What I d- does matter is that I only <laughs> see them, the, the pieces of the show, in the most painful moments of my life. And I'll explain physically most painful. <laughs> when I get go, go to go to my waxing salon, like they always play Uh-oh. that shit. And I'm like about mm. to get it all ripped out of me. And it's like came in the shower, like bronzing herself. So in a way oh that might have made me... Like feeling more Pavlov association. Yeah, it's like you know Pavlov's dog. You know, there's a lot of <laughs> can't hide my uh, um, you know liking of the dog terms. But it, for sure, it's it is it is a thing of like uh, like I, I'm in pain and I'm watching this and I'm like, why does anybody watches this? Um, but enough about me. Let's go back. So you notice them? What like I mean, I guess like 2000. Let me guess, five. Yeah. yeah, around then, mm-hmm. 2004, 2005. The, I think both Paris's sex tape and Kim's sex tape, people, you know, they would go and sort of have like a launch at the Tower Records and everyone's like purchasing their DVDs and such. So it was a whole movement that was growing. But I think mm-hmm. what, I, what I've learned now from a few interviews where Chris and Kim and a few of them might be on a panel and people are asking them about, uh, about their sort of empire. I didn't realize how much Chris is crucial in terms of orchestrating a lot. It's, you it's know, the it's mom, cool, right? you're the mom the and mom. stuff. Yeah. So I, I think I get it more once I see them interacting with each other. And it and it, it is a weird generational thing because Chris, Chris is there as the boomer and then Kim is like a exennial. And then Kylie well, and like Kendall are the millennial. new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the new, you said, they're like, what is this, Zoomers now, right? Yeah. The last couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're covering all. Yeah, it's a lot of siblings, a lot of generations. So yeah, they'll, con- they'll continue and they're all launching businesses. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I now wanna... there's the mini ones. Yeah. All the, the kids of the. The West even. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's a dynasty. And I, I guess what I want to get into before we get into too much is uh the why you think this is fits for the episode i i think i can see i'm not really challenging that but what category do you think they fall into for a shut up i love it guest and why where do you think that comes from uh well let me know what the categories are but the the thing that i usually am defending is just i'm sorry there's no set category like it's kind of just uh the vibe of the the show because it could be something that's underappreciated reviled um misunderstood whatever your angles may be coming from it yeah what do you think that other people think of them that makes you want to defend them Mm -hmm. i mean on a regular basis for at least 10 years because when i realized how many people would to my face tell me their disgust of all of the Kardashians. I'm like, 
Okay. I object. <laughs> Did you take that personally at all? Like in as the in the Heck Armenian yeah. way? Full fully. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not on purpose. It's sure, yeah. just how I feel like how can you and of course we can have a debate and we can discuss what is it that's really boiling your blood mm-hmm. about what they said or what they posted about what they did but i'm hanging on to everything that they do showing people you know leaking armenian culture as they go along it's a messy messy road but i'm so appreciative of it because when i was younger i didn't see that <coughs> in pop culture and now suddenly it's all over it's accessible and people really get angry about it and disgusted and telling me people who know I'm Armenian and and not so when it happens I get excited and I whip out the artillery and uh, I am one of those people I guess but uh, (laughs) but you know not to defend myself Kardashians or anybody who is famous for similar things is is my is my target i guess and, and if i you know if i were to cross paths with you Aram, i wouldn't be <laughs> like you know in the world i wouldn't be i doubt i'll be attacking kardashians because i don't honestly know enough about them and i assume there's things that people tune in to see about them like family yeah. or yeah. sisterhood or other armenian like you know very much how I think of Armenian culture, even growing up in Russia and Siberia, like the Armenian mm-hmm. friends that I had, like my best friend kissed an Armenian boy for the first time in her life, <laughs> like, you know, just like, and he was very um, much gentleman and bringing her flowers. And it was, you know, Aww, uh, but see. I think he might've cheated on her, but we should of course, <laughs> describe uh, all Armenians, but I'm just saying, so, but the things that I did learn even growing up is that, um, you know, the value of family, and big families and even like it is interesting how in america people only know almost like always just their immediate family a lot of times and armenians mm-hmm. like no you know and russians try to be but not as good all the like cousins. reaching all the cousins and knowing like this like, further relationship which which is an honorable thing I mexicans agree. know all their family but they just don't know some of their names is that what <laughs> that's experience? my experience yeah, yeah. Yeah, the big family thing is really cool, and it does reflect some, you know, a lot of times on the way that the Kardashians present themselves in public and and such. But you made a good point of if you might be, um, you know, something is unnerving, something that they're doing, it could be because you just you don't really know what the backstory might be, or it just looks, it comes across as gross. And I, maybe I have a lot of friends that are gross. And I excuse them because, They're... I don't know, I love them or I like their their mission. And I don't know if I can declare myself what the Kardashians' mission is, considering how much money they already had to start and how much money they make doing all kinds of stuff. But yeah, I think because pop culture and the internet, we have so much access to wherever we want to latch on to things. I get excited to latch on to some of the reasons they do the stuff that they do, the means they, you know, access to get there mm-hmm. might be problematic. Mm-hmm. But how many Armenian family celebrity, you know, TV shows and whatnot are there to 
pick from and compare. Yeah, it almost seems like they're um, more picked on than many others in their same situation just because they're an easy target. Uh, and like you brought up Caitlyn Jenner, like there's so much going on in their family, but it's like how many people also, also just to point out who's watching reality TV, who hates it, who likes it. I know personally I have friends who are on either side. You know, there's tons of shows, but also there the Kardashian shows cover so many subjects, like you said, from kids to gender to marriage to divorce to whatever, like so many mm. generations and people passing through that show. So is it in some way has that same vibe of like what, I don't know, an old um, like soap opera, American soap opera used to be for people, <laughs> but only it's real about like rich pe- people in some way? Well, and their, their show, am I wrong and making this up, but it was, it kind of started this genre of, you know, like follow the rich family reality show. Like in like, if there was a people magazine that explained reality TV, which I think there has been, it's usually like the real world from MTV in the nineties and then the Osborns and everything probably formulaically replicates Right. Yeah, I guess the the Osbournes was uh, the predecessor to this. And then this really. Yeah, and they live in Calabasas and they have a mansion and they have already, you know, accumulated their wealth. And here come the kids to like run them up. Mm -hmm. Now, we've been doing this thing. I have been doing for sure. And maybe Joe a little bit, too. We're saying like what might be good objectively about the Kardashians, like, you know, the Mm -hmm. family values and. you know, just like owning maybe who they are, right? And owning, of course, their uh, uh, ethnicity and who they are. But do you think, Aram, that you also like them for the things that people don't like them for? Like, you know what I mean? Do you like the opulence? Do you like the <laughs> cattiness, the very, like, in the spotlight? Like, yeah, that's a really good question. Do you like those parts? No judgment personally to asking that. <laughs> um so i grew up you know in the bay area where there's a lot of armenians and also the 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 variation of families was also vast we had russian armenians we had lebanese armenians we had you know south american armenians and some of them walk around with fur coats and gold you know rings and diamond jewelry and all kinds of stuff in the jaguars and whatnot and you're like oh you know cool and then there's you know the Families that are wearing, you know, goodwill, hand-me-down clothes. But the culture is there. There might be judgment and stuff like that. But as a Californian and growing up with TV, that's like what we saw is the American dream, bigger house, bigger car, as many race cars as you can get. And I think I enjoy, uh, there must be a connection between excessive gold jewelry and Armenians because I, <laughs> I yeah. went to Jerusalem to meet my cousins and I don't know if you know and I can share this for whoever doesn't know but Jerusalem the old city is broken into four quarters do you know the four quarters Mm-mm. oh don't quiz us Aram that's, that's not fair <laughs> well I'll just share you because it's impressive no, in terms you really of hoarding should. I'm just saying don't ask us we're, gonna, we're idiots here yeah so there's the Christian quarter and there's the holy sepulcher that's where I don't know. They do all the Jesus stuff. 
Then there's the Jewish quarter and they have the Wailing Wall and that's where people go and pray stuff there. There's the Muslim quarter where there's the mosque with a big golden dome. And then there's another quarter and that is, guess, the Armenian quarter. We get a whole quarter. That's 25%. quarter. That's where um, Kim and Kanye went to baptize their kids in the Armenian church. And when you get there, you're like, okay, little, you know, wooden structure. You open the door. It's dripping with, like, bejeweled gold and things, like, just hanging, like, streamers from the ceiling. Oh, my God. I think we're just drawn to this, like, sparkly stuff. And coming from, I'm, I, don't, I, I could ask you, but maybe I can, we'll skip over it. But, you know, the Armenians have had a, a bumpy row for the past hundred years. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what... You know, I don't excuse every way that the Kardashians or Kim tweet and say things about Armenian culture and inheritance. But, you know, that was a big one in in 2015. It was the 100th uh, year anniversary of the Armenian genocide in the Ottoman Empire. And talking about it is risky. You can get arrested. You can get blacklisted. America and the Anatolian region have a lot of... Mm high connections still going on yeah so it's it's like almost even more important to raise up anybody who's getting in the spotlight that's armenian yeah because it seems it it seems risky so if it takes driving around in your escalade with gold hubcaps you know like to do to get attention and to get the microphone in your direction sometimes i just feel like if it takes all that it's worth it yeah, and for me, it's like entertainment and that type of stuff is lo- a little different in part of my brain than if I'm going to really be applying like my politics of how the wealthy should be acting or anything like that and using it's their true. money. So I do enjoy if I do watch their show or I follow their Instagram, my Kendall's Instagram, <laughs> then in that case, I do enjoy that they're wearing like really expensive clothes and doing awesome things that I wouldn't. Yeah. Like I, I love that. Could I criticize that? Sure. But I love to see it. Like I really want to see it. Well, even like the kids, I mean, so these are the grandkids or like Bobby junior junior. There there's, there's going to be all these little kids and that's great. I don't have any kids. I would have some if I could afford it, but there's a lot of kids around, you know, it's not a shortage of kids. So they're having their kids and it's like a whole cultural wave that's, it has a new spurt, you know, now Kanye and Kim are donezo, but For reals now? They did their... Tell me the latest news because I don't know it. For real? Well, the pictures are like Kanye finally appeared in public. It's over. He's wearing his brown leather dungarees from his company and being his, you know, Kanye self. And I think it's just (laughs) moving in their inevitable directions but the kids are cute and they're here to stay yeah and it's just i think they are just like unfairly treated they haven't done anything egregious like i guess their history of how they got famous uh or like their um new way famous kim sex tape which like that anybody could balk and laugh at but you look at what they've done with that and i think most people would do a trade-off similar like most people would get a million dollars and fuck it up 
I don't think <laughs> any one of those people would get a million dollars and fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you saw, but they did a big tour of Armenia, uh, Kim and Kanye, with friends and family and uh, maybe the first kid. And they, you know, Kanye put his musical, you know, uh, acquisitions to offer those kids in Armenia. And they learned how to record some stuff. And they built a little recording studio. Like, you know, Armenia is just a little country. I don't defend it as much as I defend the Kardashians. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that's something to offer the community. And even Kanye, who has no relation to Armenia, now acquired some. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I'm a big Kanye supporter. Actually, my shirt right now is a Kanye shirt. Uh, not planned. Just Not planned. It. That's impressive. <laughs> also, for connection's sake, I, I grew up in Sunnyvale, close to Oakland, Bay Area. So, mm-hmm. Bay Area people. Yeah, the Bay Area is just full of all of this mixed culture. And, it, you know, that's California. I think there's just so much going on. So many different generations of culture arriving here and mixing with each other. You know, it's uh, so having Kanye mixed in, I definitely excuse him a lot on a regular basis, <laughs> but not not to the extent that I forgive yeah. the in-laws. Yeah, that'll be my shut up. I love it. One. It <laughs> should be. Um, I just, uh, you know, dreading how I'm coming off in this podcast episode. <laughs> I'm coming off. Um, you haven't. You're not like, alone, though. That You're much. not I haven't alone. Bitched, but I'm afraid of the scales and all these things that are coming. Um, I looked up on purpose. You know, this is like me panicking as I'm listening to you and looking up famous Arme- famous Armenian people, trying to be like, well, but I yeah. like these people. And you know what's uh-huh. happening, you guys? There's like no famous American women at all coming up. I'm just telling you, like first uh-huh. Google search. And I think well, that is interesting. That mm-hmm. for so many years, the famous Armenian people were all men, right? And when we talk about yeah. the Kardashians, most of them, I mean, now all of them, I guess, are women. Um, yeah. um, so, I mean, that's that's pretty telling, I guess, about also how important they mu- must be to, f- you know, people who are females and identify as females who are Armenian as well. Well, like, so... Kendall and Kylie aren't Armenian, but they're like, I don't even know if they're Kardashians. I guess they're Jenners. They are Jenners. But they're part of the, yeah, they're part of the family. family, We consider those, like, at this point, those are Kardashians. Caitlyn's a Kardashian. Kardashian. Like, yeah, they're all, they've enveloped them like the thing and just become (laughs) them. That's great reference. My favorite movie. Well, I mean, your point about the famous. Armenian men of historically speaking it's true I think Armenian culture is a big old patriarchy and if and I think that's what's exciting about at least you know Courtney Kim Chloe those three like they it's a very Hollywood thing it's a very entertainment industry thing to get attention to be as naked as possible you know mm-hmm. that's how you get the spotlight put on you it sucks but that's what it takes you can't be wearing a tuxedo that's what men do i mean there's a whole dichotomy and binary that's working here but they work through it and they've figured out their formula you know with the producers of the show and definitely chris the mom who uh mom grandma 
has been doing this for decades. Yeah, since they, the O.J. Simpson stuff, they really know how to actually like do do their make their situation the best it could be. Like starting with, you know, one of them starts modeling, right, and mm-hmm. gets the. They know we got to, like you said, show show the body, and then you'll get people, you'll get attention. <laughs> but then they actually do something good after that and start building businesses with that attention. <laughs> So how many people do you think would take that opportunity to do that? Probably a lot. And some of those people are the same people who would criticize the Kardashians. Good point. And then how many people would fuck it up? They would show their body, maybe get some fame, and not know how to turn it into a business. So I think even though you could disparage, you know, that start, that launching point, they are just playing the game that is there and they're playing it at the best of their of anyone's ability yeah well you know so in terms of timeline you know chris who's a boom generation the mom marries robert kardashian whenever in the 70s but like it's every decade they have acquired this power and it's just continuing it's like nonstop because now there's those little kids Mm -hmm. but that's just the american draw and they're like you know I want to sprinkle a little gossip from my -hmm. husband with whom I just texted and I asked, do you have any dirt from the show since he does have friends working Mm. on that show? Here's another couple of things. Should I put it out there? Just a little gossip? Do it. Yeah, if if that's safe. (laughs) I mean, there's not going to be any... Uh, well, I guess you can figure out some names here. All right, the first one, first, uh, Jay said... um, I said, do you have any dirt on uh, any dirt on keeping up with the Kardashians? He said, not really, just that they rented my lights uh, at first, he said, for a few seasons, which I did remember that they did rent <laughs> That's his lights. That's hot gossip. Oh, no, no, no. Shit. That was just like his warm up. And then I was like, okay, he has nothing. And then he said, <laughs> Kanye talked shit about how he wouldn't appear on the show unless they got a different DP for the interview. Oh. And the DP is Jay's friend. And Kim made Kanye apologize to the friend after that. And he didn't get replaced. He stayed the same guy. I don't know if he's the only Uh, DP or not, but he did not get fired. And Kim asked Kanye to apologize. And he he did. Behind the scenes. We need video. And the dirtiest dirtiest gossip I have is that Chloe was on The Apprentice when Jay worked on it. And was definitely banging Dennis Rodman during the film show. Uh, that's hot. That's hot gossip for sure. Yeah, I, no. there was a good build up because he started with like the lights and ended up with Dennis Rodman. So I mean, yeah. everybody banged Full Dennis Hollywood Rodman legacy. at some point. Am I? Am I? Am I right? <laughs> if given the chance, everyone will. But the DP says that he really likes them and they are all pretty nice. So here's the insider information that yeah, they're well, nice people that's great to hear. i mean it's it's a family inside and out because if you're doing that many tv right. shows seasons you're gonna it's like you've grown for a decade plus together and how many seasons has been there 15 more or less oh my gosh they've been <laughs> part of our lives for a long time Actually, I don't know if it's seasons. It's year, 15 years, so it might be more or less seasons. I don't oh. know if they do in-between stuff. It's incredible. Well, but you know what else I like? 
you know, uh, do you know that show or Vogue magazine does those 73 question walking through the house, mm-hmm. walking interviews? Yeah. I... They did a Kim one and it was just fun. Like, I, I know that they're incredibly scripted people themselves, the Kardashians and then Vogue magazine also, those interviews. But it's just so much, you know, that's walking through the decadence with the Vogue magazine lens and the questions. So, you know, it's just they have their octopus tentacles in every direction. And so it's just an it's like a nonstop industrial factory. You know, the kids, the little North and Psalm and those little ones, like they're all going to be ready to go. I mean, that's that's the industry. That's the Hollywood, you know, manufacturing. Yeah, and then it sounds like they're making their kids do stuff, which I think is good. If you have rich kids, at least make them do stuff. Well, this, you know, speaking of Kim's kids, it's North, Psalm, Saint, one more. How I many kids remember. does Kim Chicago. Have? I think it's four, yeah. those oh, four. I missed out on that. I thought she's a, a two. I'm way behind. Oh, two of them were through a surrogate. Got it. So I don't know if you want to. Maybe that's the most. Uh, well, yeah. Debate that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so now Kim, I think the three sisters, Kim, Chloe, and Courtney, sometimes got in trouble for doing ads where they tinted their skin color a little bit darker. Brown face, mm. it sometimes is called. And you know that's problematic. It's not a but good way to call like, it either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not helping it. It's not good. <laughs> so you know, but now Kim, I don't know if who else, uh, Kim's kids are um, half black, half Armenian, and so they're writing both cultures through you know Californian culture as well. I mean, rich and Hollywood, but it's this further overlapping Venn diagram of identities that they're going to be wielding as they go along. If somebody, let's say, showed up and was like, I want to get into or understand the Kardashians, where should I start? And they they just like don't know anything, but you want uh, them to like the Kardashians. Is there anywhere you would point them specifically? Hmm. Good question. It's a great question because um, I feel like I even fall in that category. Like the show, <laughs> would you think the show is a great entry point or would you say read Chris Jenner's book? Or well, in the age of YouTube, I think I would say the 73 questions. It's not a perfect little clip, but it's like, you know, 11 minutes. You walk to their house in Calabasas and people are actually like doing things in the background. Maybe there's a cook chopping, you know, getting the grape leaves ready for their dolma and sarma. But, you know, it's a nice little, I like a YouTube tutorial. So there's your YouTube tutorial, 10 minutes of that. Um, Yeah. Because that works as a, I think, a good, a little bit of a history, but uh, more so just um, endearing their personality. Yeah, and they're, they're dropping little hints of Kardashian knowledge, you know, and you don't get overwhelmed. You're not stuck in a 30-minute or an hour Kardashian loop where it's not f- it's it's infinite. The so, little YouTube clips are shorter. Yeah, so maybe start at 73 questions or what, yeah. 70 questions, and then 
they can decide where that springs them to further explore the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. I just um, asked Jay if the Kardashian show <laughs> More is... Goss. Well, I asked him if it's... um. Because he knows better than I, like, if it's heavily scripted. Because, like, Mm -hmm. Aram, you said it is, right? That you think. Heavily. Heavily. And so the answer (laughs) was very interesting. He said, they call it softly, what did he say? Um, They they call it softly scripted, which, yes, means heavily, heavily scripted. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, soft script, soft script. No, but, you know, uh, you know, there's, it's reality TV. There's the to-do list of the day there was an episode where they go downtown to skid row in la and they're like walking around a little bit uncomfortably talking to these and that people trying to set up some skyscraper with you know a houseless um resource and wanted to meet some of the people in that skid row part of town there's just too many things going on you know but they're they have their bullet points the producers i'm sure like this month we have to address that thing you know you're pregnant again and this happened with the kid and so there's just tons of pointers i'm sure they have a natural uh way of chatting with each other and doing things but they live in these houses who knows if that's their real comfortable houses but it's for the show yeah and it's I for think- all of us I think there's a like at this point reality TV is is has so many subgenres and I think you just know going into this uh a show like that what you're getting. I recently watched House of Ho uh which is a Vietnamese uh Kardashian style show mm-hmm. uh on HBO I believe is where it is. And I think there might be a a Japanese version that's on Netflix now. It's bling. Just a rich it's, family. It's, it's LA, I think, or at least somewhere in America. But it's it's like Asian, rich Asians. Yeah. Yeah, but this one's a Vietnamese family that I watched, and I'm like, yeah, this is like, I know this isn't real. I mean, twenty percent real, twenty five, depending on which scene. <laughs> but that's not why we watch it. Mm-hmm. We're just watching it to enjoy whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> like not exactly. without the expectation of what it is. Correction, it was a Bling Empire is the show on Netflix. And is that a Japanese (laughs) family? They just say Asian and Asian American socialites in Los Angeles area. So Well, even in the age of Tiger King, everything that producers want to produce is going to be the most saturated American dream, you know, pressure cookered so that people are going to want to keep watching it. A whole episode of a TV show... You know, there's that quibby now, and some people Not attention anymore. span is barely. But oh, see, right, see how quick. All right. <laughs> Everybody knew it was gonna go down, but it went faster than anybody imagined. Sad. Yeah. Sad. Not. Um. Well, that's really um informative. Are you sure know your Kardashians around? Heck yeah. Uh, is there anything we need to cover before we go to the ratings? Hmm. It's just there's a ton, you know. I think I think because I'm Armenian, I'm biased, and I forgive myself. <laughs> I love that. But I think there are good points to uh, liking the family, or at least checking yourself and being like, 
hey, are you just jumping on the bandwagon or are you just, you know, like not appreciating some of the things they've done or even just pushing uh, the Armenian culture that people need to confront? Because I do think the Kardashians are just picked on a little too easily. Well, okay, so uh, for example, okay, I grew up in the Bay Area. I'm sort of hippie raised, hippie exposed. There's Kendall's Pepsi commercial (laughs) with the protesters and the police and she puts the flowers or the Pepsi and and everything is good. And that's just sort of uh, fantasy, which is fun. But then, uh, I don't want to get too political, but there's there was a war in Armenia recently with Azerbaijan and all this. Hell yeah. Uh, lots of refugees and all kinds of uh, stress going on there. But, you know, the Middle East, so-called Southwest Asian, North African region is just always in trouble. But everything that all of the Kardashians did to raise awareness and raise money for the refugees that fled um, the disputed territory called Artsakh and got to Armenia. That's extremely helpful, but it's clearly disputed by (laughs) the entire country of Turkey and Azerbaijan and all of the enemies, you know, historically until the present day. So... You know, I can enjoy some Kendall Instagram action. Kylie, too, they're not even Armenian, and they still band with their siblings and want to raise awareness and try to raise support. Because there's going to be support in every direction. There's going to be support for Azeris. And I know Azeris that are, you know, sympathetic with the Armenians, but there's the government. Can't do everything. So you're basically, yeah, what you're saying really is uh, people will make a big deal out of a Pepsi commercial when it's Pepsi who should really be taking the brunt for that. And like, they're not, they're not paying attention to the good things like raising awareness and such and many and in such that way. And that's a little silly. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just where your focus falls. Like Sasha, you were saying, if I just watch a clip and I'm being waxed at the same time (laughs) and it's awkward anyway, you're just going to be like, why why are you wearing that bikini okay it's made of gold it's cool but you're being a jerk so you know it depends on what you notice if i see one of the kardashians in a gold bikini but then says the word armenia i just immediately like start tweeting my brain like awesome (laughs) it was recently that uh meek mill rapper meek mill was shown giving uh twenty dollars to some kids selling bottled water and then he uh, got criticized for only giving them $20. And he went on the radio. He's like, do you know how many cards, cars with people like me in them passed by the kids? Mm-hmm. And, what, and what was I supposed to give them? A hundred? Would that be better? And I think it's a little bit of that going on with, uh, with these Kardashian clans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Cher did it too. She donated all this bottled water to Flint, Michigan. It's not solving the problem, but it's a heck of a lot. So, like, thanks, Cher. It's doing something, yeah. It's I appreciate something. it. Well, it's time for the ratings. Alrighty. This is what we do here. Joe, explain. You're okay. better at this. Am I? Okay, so what we do is we More you're going to rate the Kardashians on a scale of 1 to 10, and you can use 
anything for that scale. You could use, um, let's say, the Kardashians compared to Paris Hilton. A, Paris Hilton is an eight. So you think Kardashians are a 10 because they're better than Paris. Or maybe you could even be like, um, you pick your favorite food and that's a 10 and Kardashians are a seven. Some, whatever you want to do. And do we'll go first. <laughs> I want Sasha to go yeah, first. Yeah, I'll go first because it's going to be a bomber probably. Um, <laughs> so we'll like, go higher. Um, I was debating what I should put on my scale, on my 10 point scale. Because I want to do two, I'm actually going to do two scales today. Because um, I was debating okay. to not doing scale at all, but then that just sounds worse. So wow. my first scale is going to be compare Kardashians, um, the Kardashians to Paris Hilton, which, okay. you know, Paris Hilton, like, was, and now she isn't, from what I understand. Like, she's not anywhere to be found like she's out there but i don't know is she in the public, <laughs> is she in the public uh consciousness at this point I, I mean i don't know like is she really she, she recently came out as uh, having played a character for 20 years okay great so i don't know what that means but <laughs> her was, her bimbo character was it was it was not it real right it was not real but yeah, and I mean, I don't think she is um, as stupid, I guess, as she was playing. I, I never, she never, I never thought of her super stupid, actually. Like even when she was like super oh. hot. Like I just, she just felt very empty to me in the way that, like you know, she's born into a lot of money, and then she did the sex tape, and then she was bad actress. She was in the reality <laughs> TV show I didn't see, and then like she just got like drunk a couple of times, and then. What about her reggae song from two thousand seven? Sorry, I, it's not. It never reached me. <laughs> And then, and then, and then, like she's not there anymore. So she hasn't left an imprint at, at all. Okay. So like, and you know, that's a two for me. I mean, one would be like she is evil, and she, I don't okay. think she is, but she's a two on the ten scale. Paris is a two on the scale. Yeah. The Kardashians, man, for this scale, guys, I have to give Kardashians uh -oh. a four. I'm sorry. I'll do oh, another scale. Wow. I'll do another scale for you. Okay. Well, so like, I mean, there there are four because. I don't, you know what? I'm just going to put them all on one scale. At the top I think because you got waxed. Here's the thing. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put the top of the scale at a nine. I'm going to put Cher. Okay? I'm going to put an Armenian okay. person on the scale. That is, she's very like. Armenian. Like, you know, like, I always knew she's Armenian since I was, like, in, mm -hmm. Ru like in Russia. I knew she's Armenian. Mm -hmm. I loved her songs. I love what she represents to LBGTQ com community and, and mm -hmm. um, to my friends back in Russia, who also were like in love with her, um, and I, I mean, she's a good actor, you know, she's a great actor, mm -hmm. and uh, award-winning, and Armenian, and I don't know if she leads enough with that. Like that's my, I guess, is the only question. But like I always knew she is uh, Armenian. Yeah. So I would give like share like an eight or a nine, and I'm okay. sorry, it's just the whole. Like I, under I understand that in being industrial is. Um, good quality of you know uh, a real like American and building up your American dream and um, there's certain things that Kim has done that I think are very honorable um, like putting her voice to pr to defend Black Lives Matter and whatnot I mean she's definitely doing more stuff than I would expect uh, Paris Hilton has ever done so but I the whole thing of in being industry industrious to me that like the it's really just means like these people, specifically these people, this family is really focused on <laughs> making a lot of money and um, 
and uh you know getting naked <laughs> like oh my god have you learned nothing I, over I, the but like, that's why this. i'm adding share to that scale and i was gonna do separate scale like you know the armenian scale and put like aram hachaturian on that scale too i was gonna like do the whole thing of like the classic composer nice. uh-huh. um but like you know it's just me being afraid that i come off like I have mean things to say about Armenians, but it's really (laughs) that family and anybody else who would be um, as, uh, you know, like any wives, like, you know, Beverly Hills wives or Orange County, whatever. Yeah. The same kind of uh, uh, qualities that I, that make me put Kardashians at a four. But I have to say, it went a couple of points. I feel like I started with a two on the 10 scale, but I really like, Aram, with the case you made, um, and you know, it just felt like a lot of emotion, and like in, in you know, when you brought up the political stuff, and I was like, yeah, I thought that uh, maybe there's no more hostility, but of course there was this last war that I was aware of, there Azerbaijan versus Armenia, and I'm yeah. like, I never even followed up on like what exactly happened, and you know, I felt um, disconnected from it, and I imagine how it might you know would hurt people who are connected to that place armenia actually so um thank you for bringing that serious and somber note that uh you know is worth noting you know for us no problem well i appreciate your you know processing through all this stuff because you're saying you know i mean with every exposure and conversation you start calculating things like hmm so i appreciate your uh adjustments even minor adjustments to oh, it's so kind of microscopic adjustments. Micro- come on, you guys. Force <laughs> just under neutral. Joe, come on, bring us bring us back to the positive vibes. All right. <laughs> this is a hard one because they Kardashians are so big. They are multiple things. So I am going to say I think I'll go the route of Star Wars. Wow, that's very unusual. But hey, <laughs> very unusual. Because I think Star Wars is now something where there's parts of it you could really hate, parts of it you could really like, <laughs> and it's uh, uh, it's everywhere. Just a mega, mega, mm-hmm. mega, so mega. I'm gonna say Star Wars is a, a eight, mm. and the Kardashians. Oh my are a six. <gasps> wow. That's good stuff. Actually, to be honest, like Star Wars is a bad thing to rate it off of because I think uh, Kardashians catchy. would have to go low. Like, it's just, <laughs> they're not, uh, on the entertainment factor, maybe not uh, the same, but uh, I would say Kardashians. I'm pro-Kardashian. Pro-Kardashian. Love it. Wow. Thank God for that. Aram, what about you? <laughs> Do you have a scale for us? Hmm, let's see. Um, maybe... What would the scale be? It's hard when it's the thing that you mm-hmm. think is a 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so, yeah, there's a Armenian food that's also from the whole Mediterranean region called Sarma and Dolma. People know the grape leaves. They come, you can buy it at the store in a jar. The whole thing rolled up and everything. You can buy the grape leaves in a jar. And it depends, you know, you can get the Whole Foods, Mm. uh, Dolma, Sarma, grape leaves, 
You can get it at the, you know, gas station all over LA, that's for sure. So I think um, maybe my auntie's dolma on the scale would be like a 8.5, maybe a 9. Shout out. Auntie Dolma. Wow. Yeah. She's mad it's not a 10. She's but, a little I mean. mad. <laughs> but she gets the, her Dolmas get to be on the <laughs> a scale with the Kardashians. And the Kardashians, as problematic as they are, and as a mixture of this culture that we're in, so-called America, doing our business and such, they get to be right there. 8.59. Wow. Nestled in with a pile of Dolmas. And you know what? They love being there, I think. It's like when they want they're, to be, right? With your auntie's dolmas. I mean, who wouldn't? They're there and they're going to stay, that's for sure. That's amazing. Wow. This is like one of my favorite scale, like, scale, like episodes, I think. It made sure. me hungry. That's certainly <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you, Aram, for coming on Shut Up, I Love It and reaching out and coming on. Oh, my on. God. Thank my you. pleasure. Thank you. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug in social media, anything at all? Um, uh, if, if people check out this, the company that I work with, um, pre pandemic, but also a little bit here in the pandemic is called golden thread. They're a middle Eastern theater company. And right now they're doing radio plays. It's the version, Hmm. you know, versus doing it live. So Golden Thread is a pretty fun spot for people to check out Middle Eastern culture, Armenian culture, uh, goldenthread.org. Also, um, you can find me on social media. I'm at K on Twitter and at K on Instagram. Also, on I have a few experimental tracks on Spotify, Armornaldo. And I also wanted to say shout out to Damiana Garcia, just by the way, because I'm a huge fan, especially on Shut Up, I Love It. But also from her YouTube videos, news interviews with great people. There was that one, uh, I think it was Cinco de Mayo and the guest uh, my friends and I love this, are always quoting this line. The guest says, tan sabroso. I don't know why we're obsessed. Everyone go find it and watch it. Very entertaining and exciting stuff. So I'm uh, so glad to have all our paths <laughs> crossing this way. Amazing. Uh, we'll put all those links in the episode's description. Cool. Joe, is there anything you'd like to plug? You know there is. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Joe Cabello. We got mini comics coming out. I think by the time this episode comes out, there's a new mini comic with a new artist uh, that I'm working with, wow. as well as new pages to my full-length comic. Go check it out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Aram, for coming on. Thank you, Joe Cabello, yeah. for hosting. You're welcome. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Bry Walker, for this amazing track. And thank you, Kim, for listening. <laughs>